Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping cleaning professionals make the impact that they were meant to make. Angry again. Yes, I have been there so many times. Before we dig into that part of my cleaning journey, I have a funny papers edition to share. I still get to clean offices every Saturday with my older two kids, Kenny and Christiana. And we goof off. We have fun. We get the work done. The majority of our offices are currently being cleaned by others. So as long as me and my kids are still out cleaning, we always make a Wawa stop for something to eat. Now, sometimes we'll pack food, but we typically need to get gas and then we'll top it off and we'll grab some food, which will power us through the rest of the night. So we stopped at a Wawa. No big deal. Typical Wawa stop. Order the same things that we always order. I believe I got like a quinoa and beans bowl because I'm gluten-free. We had like bacon, avocado, tomatoes, lettuce, I think like jalapeno chips. It's really good. I enjoy it. And then my daughter got her cheesesteak and my son got his cheesesteak. They really enjoyed those from Wawa. So we left, got in the car. We have the driver's rule. And since Kenny was driving, per the driver's rule, he has to stand and fill up the gas. So me and Christiana got in the car. Kenny pumps the gas, fills the tank, and then he gets in the car and we take off. We're driving down the road and we're kind of goofing off as we do. But I hear something like rolling around or bouncing around. I say, what is that noise? And then I look up at the roof and we have a, a sunroof there. I look up through the sunroof and I see a hoagie wrap rolling around on top of the sunroof outside the car. I say, guys, why is there a hoagie on the roof? And that's when realization dawned on Kenny. Oh, no, I left the bag of hoagies on the roof. I placed it on there when I was pumping the gas. I never grabbed it. Oh, no. I'm like, you put the hoagies on the roof, Kenny? He's like, yeah. Okay, so pull over. So we pull over open the sunroof, let the hoagie down, and we check it. It's Christiana's hoagie, her cheesesteak. And sure enough, my bowl was already in the car. It was in a separate bag. But Kenny's hoagie was nowhere to be found. Where where did it go, guys? It must have rolled off the car, maybe at one of our turns. So we proceeded to backtrack the exact way we just came And we looked, I'm out the window, like looking out there for a hoagie that may have rolled out of the car and possibly onto the side of the road. Could we preserve it? Could we still eat the hoagie? Why was the hoagie on the roof, Kenny? I just forgot. Keep looking, Dad. So we're looking, we're looking, we're looking, nothing. We pull all the way back into the Wawa and we got the idea. Okay, we left the Wawa from the back entrance. Let's go out the front because we did leave out the front. And let's just see. And we pull back into the place where we were pumping the gas, retraced our steps exactly. Here's where we were. There wasn't a hoagie at the gas pump. There wasn't another car there yet. I even checked the trash can. There was no hoagie in the trash can. So we pulled forward out toward the street and stopped. Because right there in the street, Kenny's like, what is that? I said, 
ew, what is that? Something squished right there. <laughs> There's Kenny's hoagie squished and squashed on the road leaving the Wawa. So there you have it, Kenny. Why was there a hoagie on the roof? The lesson learned is after you get two hoagies from Wawa and you have to pump gas, the gas rule policy needs to be changed. Yes, you must pump the gas. If you're driving, you have to pump the gas also. But you also are responsible for getting the food inside the car before you leave. This episode is the follow-up to the messy middle. There was a place in between your initial goal to start your cleaning business and the place that you defined as success where things got messy. It got really hard to stay motivated. You weren't sure if you made the right decision. Your doubts and your fears and condemnation crept in to try to steal your dream. This is the messy middle. I shared this truth about setting big goals and starting something new. It always gets messier after you start. I want to turn your attention to another destructive habit that can steal your dream. It's called anger. This will not apply to many of you, but for the ones that it does, please listen. I have personally listened to a lot of podcasts and many on cleaning and entrepreneurship. I've never heard one on anger like this. I was in the messy middle in our first New York solo cleaning business from 2007, listen, to 2015. And in our second Pennsylvania solo business from 2019 to just 2020. I know what that feels like. If you never heard me speak or share my story before, here's the nutshell. It took me a long time to develop my ISO model for solo cleaners. In fact, it was the eight years in the messy New York middle that I figured most of it out. The ISO model allowed me to duplicate our first solo business in a fraction of the time. I want to dive into my eight years in the valley, the mess, the pit. I was working so hard, going wherever I had to go to clean and make money. My family depended on me. I was cleaning around the clock on many days. I injured myself by tearing tendons my meniscus, both of them, and even contracted Lyme disease. I was often tired. I was often filled with doubt. I was often sad, and I was often angry, very angry. Thankfully, I was walking with Jesus through this time to help me keep my peace. But even I'm nowhere close to being perfect. I would lose my cool and freak out. I'd be late leaving the house and miss my shower. I'd have a foot of snow and ice on my car at 7 a.m. and 5 below. I'd get stuck in morning rush hour traffic and be even later to my first house. I'd trudge through the snow into the house. I'd bump into a piece of furniture with my cleaning gear or smack my knee or hip against a sharp wooden door or railing. I'd set down my gear and spill it all over my customer's floor because the duffel bag was torn in like five different places. I'd be vacuuming and I'd suck up a carpet 
carpet fiber that wrapped around the beater bar until the vacuum seized up and I couldn't use it anymore. I'd spend 45 minutes taking the thing apart. I'd suck up a penny and seize it too. Another 45 minutes. I'd crack my head on the shower metal or on a low doorway. I'd turn on the shower while cleaning and get soaked in the middle of winter and be freezing. I'd break something in a house by accident. I'd be cleaning with spray bottles in each pant pocket when one would unscrew and dump the whole 32-ounce bottle of cleaner on the customer's floor. And there goes another 15 minutes of cleaning up. All of these things seemed to happen to me when I was already struggling and mad. (laughs) And you're probably just laughing at me because I'm laughing a little bit myself. But they would take me from mad to angry and many times angry to wrathful. I would literally leave the house as a coping mechanism and just start screaming outside. And that's real wise when the neighbors start looking at you like, what is wrong with that lunatic outside? But it's better than me freaking out in this house and breaking something or throwing something. Oh, and I have done that a bit where I've taken even my vacuum cleaner pieces when it got stuck and I would just take it and just smash it against the hard floor outside, like on the asphalt, and poof, springs and this metal's popping off. And now I got to clean up a mess of vacuum cleaner and I'm out $100. It's irrational. Wrath and anger don't cause you to think straight. It's a highly emotional outburst. Do you relate? Let's keep going. I know it's super dumb. But like I said, have you ever been angry? I'm irrational when I get angry. I would waste my time, waste or lose money. I'd lose belief that I was doing the right thing. Why am I doing this stupid business? Meanwhile, my friends from high school and college were all growing in their jobs, buying nice cars, having kids, buying the nice things and living in nice houses. And we were driving old beaters and living in rented houses with a ton of debt and no money to buy anything fun for the kids. I'd question myself all the time. I was angry again and again and again. Over the years, I did learn my triggers. I learned to manage my emotions better. I learned to get peace. I learned to pray through these scenarios. And I learned to keep going and keep going like Dory. Let's keep swimming. Let's keep swimming. I kept working. I kept working. I was in the messy middle. And in my messy middle, I got angry a lot. Did I get angry all the time? No. But I was angry again and again and again. (laughs) And it was a constant battle for me. It was not easy, but I did it. I'm not saying that this journey is going to be all roses and buttercups. You're going to face adversity, but it's worth it. If you follow the ISO model, you will optimize your solo cleaning business to work the schedule that you want and you'll bring home a wonderful profit. And if you continue down the road to build a team, you will struggle again because as angry as I got with myself for dumb things I did, oh my goodness, when you start hiring people and bring them out onto a team, they will make you angrier than you ever could make yourself. And so now you have to deal with building a team. You're going to find some amazing ones. Then you're going to find some total boneheads. And the best you can do is trying to filter out the boneheads so you don't have to hire them. That's a whole other story. I'm just telling you that whatever path you choose in a cleaning company, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. But the victory is worth 10 times the struggle. I'll say that again. The victory is always worth 
10 times the struggle to get there. So you're talking all of this anger, all of this stress, all of this lack of peace, all of these Februarys, cold, dark, don't get to see your family and you're freezing, trudging through snow, all of that will be worth it. And it's all part of your story. It's your journey. It's what I'm doing right now. I lived those Februarys. I lived those vacuum parts that were broken and tossed into bushes. I lived those showers that I took in other people's houses by accident. I lived cracking my knees and hips and head on doorways and railings and such and bleeding and cuts on my fingers and taping them up with not duct tape, but electrical tape and paper towel. I've lived through all of this. And so I can share from the other side. Here's my story. Is it perfect? No, but it's true. And what makes you think your story is going to be any different? But I will tell you this. If you go back to my first couple statements from this episode, I told you how long my messy middle was. The first solo cleaning business in New York, 2007 to 2015. That's because I spent eight years building the system that I now teach called the ISA model. And then I used it from 2019 to 2020 and did the exact same business that we spent 14 years building. We did it in 18 months in the second Pennsylvania solo cleaning business. And it's gone on from there. If you want to know, how did you do that, Ken? What's the ISO model? Go to episode one of the Smart Cleaning School. It actually starts out as the solo cleaning school. Go to episode one and punch it all the way through. Listen all the way through. I shouldn't have said punch. That's like angry again. I guess that's still in my head. Listen, not punch. All the way through the first about 150 episodes is me building a second solo cleaning business in 18 months from zero to $70,000 part-time, no employees. Matter of fact, just me and my older kids going to clean offices one day a week and I did houses by myself every other Thursday. So there you go. It's doable. I did it. Your story is going to make an impact on someone down the road. Definitely check out the ISO model. And I'll also offer this to you. If you're dealing with anger right now in your business, you're in that messy middle, you're struggling, you want to talk about it, feel free. Book a free coaching call with me on the Smart Cleaning School website and make sure to check out all the other paid and free resources available on the website too. I look forward to talking to you, to coaching you, to helping you work through some of these issues, maybe telling you some more of my funny stories. And listen, you can do it. I know you can. Have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.